Welcome to today's Manifestation Meditation. I am Dr. Chelsea, host of Divine Centered Meditations, and I'm delighted that you are joining us for today's episode. It's day 21 of our Divine Manifestation series, and we're entering our final week, starting our third pillar, action. So take a moment to reflect, breathe, and join us as we redefine manifestation as it is seen through God's eyes. When I was in elementary school, I learned about the parts of the sentence. Do you remember this? Do you remember learning about the parts of a sentence? Well, here's what I remember. I remember that there are nouns. A noun is a person, a place, or a thing. And there are verbs. Verbs are the action words. They are the words that tell us what the person, place, or thing is doing, has done, or is going to do. It is in motion. It tells us the motion of the person, place, or thing. And that's what we're talking about, how we as humans, as we as divine creatures are in motion and the actions we are to take to manifest God's glory within us and within the world. And we're starting our topic with grace. Now, wait a minute before you're like, what did she say? Yes, grace. Now, I know you're thinking grace isn't really an action word, is it? And the answer is, yes, it is. Titus 2.11.14 tells us that for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior. Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. This verse shows us that the divine is a God of grace, and God's grace saves us. We know that God's grace is so much more than salvation. It also teaches us. So let me pause there. We just talked about how God's grace does two action things. It saves and it teaches. The Israelites waited for in God's promise obeying the law, waiting and waiting for the manifestation of God's grace to appear. And it did in Jesus. And from Jesus, we now have grace in each one of us. It's not commanded by a law as it was for the Israelites. Paul writes about the divine saving grace, telling us that by grace that teaches us, we are to deny those things that do not align with what the divine reveals to us. We learn in scripture, which is teaching, and by this grace, we can live lives of character. We don't have to make rash decisions. Instead, we are made like our creator. We are upright and godly. The divine rests in us. 
So through grace, we're able to leave our complaining and our gossip and our anger and our anxiousness behind and replace that with uplifting others, with compassion, with peacefulness, with joy. We can replace our grumbling with encouragement for ourselves and for others. But grace teaches us to say no to behaviors of our past and the characteristics that don't represent the divine within us. So we can say no to selfishness. We can say no to envy and jealousy. We can say no to pride. And instead, we can say yes to selflessness, to service, to compassion, to concern, to humility. We can say yes to living a life that is disciplined and self-controlled, not allowing our emotions to make our decisions for us. God's grace not only teaches us, it also sustains us. Things that sustain us strengthen us mentally, physically, or spiritually. Just as Israel waited for the coming of the Messiah, we are called to wait. It is the grace that enables us to wait. Grace sustains us because God's grace appears to us so that we might live gracious lives. The sustaining of grace enables us to live lives filled with grace because grace is not a figment of our imagination. It's not an abstract concept. We are able to live and put into practice grace because it is concrete, it is tangible, and it is alive. It is alive within us, my friends. So between Israel waiting for the Jesus to come, Jesus showing up, and us waiting for his return, we right here have grace just like they had in the past and just like Jesus still walks with in the future. We are equipped. We are given the action to live out because the divine rests in us. Our creator has purified for himself his people. That's you and I. Thus, we are called to do good works by taking hold of God's grace right now in the present. Our good works, our works that align with the character of the divine within us, that's where we are called to do, my friend. Those are the actions of grace. So I'm going to invite you to take a moment to pause and reflect on our discussion. I'm going to invite you to settle a little bit more into your seat. Perhaps you choose to close your eyes or soften your gaze. Maybe you choose to journal. Whatever you choose to do, I invite you to allow Holy Spirit to minister to your heart, to allow the divine to speak through you and in you as you allow grace to fill you and lead you toward the actions that align with your true self of the divine.
gently bringing yourself back into the present moment. Perhaps you choose to keep your eyes closed or your gaze soft or even continuing to journal. Wherever you are, I'm going to invite you to listen as I close us in prayer and invite you to repeat our affirmations. Thank you for your active teaching grace, Papa. For awakening our souls to your sustaining light. To your abounding grace that grows on the inside of us. We thank you for your sweet, sweet words that inspire us to be, to do. We thank you for your wisdom in thought, action, and heart. Continue to anchor us to center us, to grow in us. We thank you that your love and grace is our hope and we are not only anchored in you, that we act according to your will. We thank you that we remember that you are not calling us to move in perfection. You're calling us to move with grace, to move with your ease. So if we ever doubt, or we're ever confused, we turn to you. We turn to your book of instruction. We turn to your wisdom. And we say, thank you, Abba. Thank you. And we end by affirming the following affirmations. I affirm the divine's grace in my life and its teachings as I walk in the calling that has been placed in me. I affirm the divine sustaining grace rests in me. I affirm that I am made in the image of the divine, whole and fearlessly made. I affirm the full manifestation of the Divine's promises in my life. Friends, I invite you to walk in grace, to speak with grace, to act with grace, and that it continues to abound in and through your life. Peace and blessings, my friends.